deep underground the Jelly Belly factory, Bibi is in her secret laboratory creating the weird and wild flavors of Bean Boozled. I've done it again. Is it cappuccino or liver and onions? <laughs> Dare to compare. Bean Boozled, 6th edition. Are you brave enough? Deep underground the Jelly Belly factory, Bibi is in her secret laboratory creating the weird and wild flavors of Bean Boozled. I've done it again. Is it pomegranate or old bandage? <laughs> Dare to compare. Be Boozled, 6th edition. Are you brave enough? Too many thoughts on my mind, I can't sleep at night, so I just keep writing. Good evening, ladies and, ge ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another pundit. Uh, my name is Joel. I'm going to bring on my co-host Jared here. Uh, Jared, on the heels of that game seven, uh, what'd you think, man? Well, first off, thanks for stretching that out so I can finish eating half of my bagel. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, this series wasn't lost tonight by any stretch of the imagination. This series was lost in games one through four. I mean, the, and this just, this entire game reminded me of game seven in 2014 against Minnesota. Every single bit of this game where it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then Colorado scores with with three forty left. And you're thinking, okay, th this is it. Th they're going to break through and they're going to move on and play the winner of Vancouver and Vegas. I mean, this is this is exactly what you needed. And then uh, just a a poor lapse in judgment by Nachushkin, Nieto, and, and and even Kadri for that matter. I mean. I thought it was more so Kadri's fault. Kadri and Graves took the blame on that one for me. Well, and and I can understand that. At the same time, Kadri won the draw. He 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 did what he was supposed to do as a sentiment. He won the draw. He and he goes to go to go recoil or reset, and and I mean it hits Ryan Graves' freaking skate. I mean, what can you do? Uh, but the thing is, is that Kadri slides to that left wing, so Nieto then slides into the middle to fill Kadri's lane. And yeah. Nachushkin had started cheating up, and so had Nieto. You're up by a goal with three minutes left. You don't need to be cheating up. You need to be thinking defensively off of the freaking rip 100% of the time. Yeah, it's just, you know, guys just didn't get back. And it it was it was almost like you were saying, like a moment of, of relief where you're just like, oh my gosh, we're up, okay, we're up 4-3. We just need to to pack it in here for for three minutes, and we got this. And ten seconds later, ten seconds later, um, just just tough, and it's tough to see that in the game seven. Uh, I mean, I for one, man, yeah, it just great, just playoff series, just in general just the feel of it the back and forth um but just tough one to swallow dude i said it last night game seven is going to bring out the most unlikeliest of heroes and and it did uh I, and i mean I, I put it in that little that sheet i sent you earlier how to pronounce it it's it's yoel uh kiviranta is that guy's name he was in for for Cogliano tonight because Cogliano was unfit to play. Yeah, twenty four year old undrafted player, and he scores a hat trick in Game Seven, including the overtime winner. I told you, and I told our listeners at, at the end of the episode last night that this would be some. It's going to be the most unlikeliest of people to step up and win this, and it was. No one even knows who the hell this guy is. Nobody. I, I sure as hell don't. I, I know a little bit about him now because he just eliminated the Avs. But I mean, outside of that, I don't know anything about him. And 
I mean, here's here's the craziest part of all of this, okay? And this just speaks to how well Colorado played. Colorado had 23 high danger chances in this game. 23? 23. Dallas had 12. Dallas had one shot in the overtime frame. One. That's all it took. To the Avs, where Avs had like four. They had four. For that frame. And we were, I mean, for the, for the, you know, first half of that overtime, I mean, until you got to around the 10 minute mark. I mean, again, just with those high danger chances, it was just, just so tough to stomach. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready, man. Let's get into this. I'm, as far as, I mean, just Kiwi Ronza coming in and and having just you know the game of his life. Um, on the Avs side of things, look at that big top line. And, well, let's let's just put it this way, man. I, I yeah. hate to cut you off, but let's just put it this way: nothing about this series series made any f-ing sense. Nothing. <laughs> That's great. Nothing. Yeah, Literally, look at everything about this series. I, I, Nothing makes f- sense here. No, I mean, I mean, you look at the team that had the better just overall Corsi rating, and, and you look at the team that that outskated them. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it, it's f- tough, man. It, it's it's absolutely frustrating to to look at the stats on paper and, and you wonder why this was even seven games, why the abs lost in seven games. We can, and we'll get into that. Cause I, I want to get your, your, we talked about this a little bit of what I wanted you to come up with. Um, I don't want to get into that too deeply, but I mean, just for reference, Caleb Carr played 32 minutes tonight. 32. He's a rookie. That's stupid. I mean, unfortunately, he's down. John, and, and, I mean, it, it's tough, man. Kale, I, I, he he was almost skating like he was hurt for a lot of the game. I, I mean, dude, the series has been brutal on everybody. A, everybody, no one is excluded from this. No, the, the series has been so rough on everybody, man. Like, and it's it, what you're it's what you're talking about. I don't want to play the stars in the playoffs, dude. Just because of, of this, uh, of, of of this shit right here. I didn't this want to be anywhere bullshit. near the freaking stars. And no. And, and by the way, even though we're not going to see this Quinn Hughes Kale McCarr one v one battle, which I was really looking forward to, Quinn Hughes played how much tonight? Seven, almost eight minutes of power play time tonight. Eight minutes. That that that's not like that's not anything to like laugh at. Yeah. Kale McCarr played six, and Kale McCarr played thirty-two minutes. Oh wait, hold on. This is what I was looking for. Hold on. There we go. And what did? Nope, not Golden Knights. Oh gosh, dude, I'm losing it. That's what happens when you start drinking before. And Quinn Hughes played twenty-four minutes. So of his twenty-four minutes. He only played 17 that at, at even strength. Kale McCarr played 26 minutes at even strength. You can put this debate to bed, dude. Kale McCarr is the all-round player. End of story. And, oh, yeah. And, and it sucks not being able to see it because we all know how great Kale McCarr is. I mean, that, that's nothing. It, it's nothing that we don't know already. I mean, we, we watched over 80-plus games of Kale McCarr. And we knew how great he was from from the get go, and, and just to put it in perspective, Kale McCarr in a seven game series played 181 minutes and 31 seconds total. Total time on ice was 181.31. Next closest person to him was Nathan McKinnon at 166.10, and then Sam Girard at 164.49. They wow. see the value in Kale McCarr. Everybody here sees the value in Kale McCarr. Our listeners know the value of Kale McCarr. And, and, and this isn't me pulling random, random shit out of my ass. This is all for no. natural stat trick. I, I, I tell you guys, no. go look at this. This is great stuff. And, and just for reference, Miro Heiskanen, who's also a very, a very, very great young defenseman, 
played 79 minutes. But Dallas's top four time on ice leaders are all defensemen. Yeah. Colorado has two defensemen and two forwards. I, I mean, this is this is stuff that you look at and go, what went wrong? And, and like you like you were literally just saying, what went wrong? And I want to know what were what were three things in your opinion that cost Colorado the series? Three things, just right off the top. Here we go. Uh, right, first off, you look at this series. The Avs were the better team. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. The Avs were the better team. They skated like the better team. They play a better brand of hockey. Using my eyes and watching this. But my three takes, Jared, the three reasons why the Avs lost this series. Awful on the power play. Worse on the power play kill and injuries. And I know I know you're not going to like that injury take, but let's call a spade a freaking spade, man. This Avs team was depleted. And I was even catching some flack from, from Stars people saying, oh, we had some injuries too. Kadobin's our second line. Get out of here with that crap. Hudobin is not the second-rate goalie in Dallas. Ben Bishop is a second-rate goalie in Dallas. End of story. Hudobin won that starting job. He's not your backup at that point. Sorry, he's no. not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you are down. You're down Groob. You're down Frankie. You're down your captain. You're down Johnson. You're down Calvert. You're down Donskoy. You're down all your main enforcers, bro. That's the reason why. I mean, you even add one of those guys in, this might be a different Game 7. And I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to leave that as it is. And I'm going to quit talking about that because, frankly, that's been said. And I've said what I needed to say on that. But the three main things and the two main things before before the injuries, the power play and and even worse than that was just our inability to stop Dallas when they got there, when they got theirs. I, because there was some disparity in this game. Do, and I, we did not stop anything. I couldn't agree more. And just for reference, I mean, I, I put this together before we started recording, and I, I, I said it to you when I made this, that this is going to tell you everything you'll need to know about this series. Yeah. The, the best Colorado ever did on the power play in a game was 25%, and they did it twice. They were 2 of 8 in game 2, which, great, you're 25%, but you got 8 power play chances, you guys still lost that game. And then they were one of four tonight on the power play. Dallas gave you 32 chances here. 32. And you scored four goals for a 12.5% clip. It, that, that's, it's completely, completely and utterly unacceptable. I would expect better from a youth hockey team. Yeah, just getting back to basics. You're a man up. I mean, I mean, what I saw. The, the, the power play was great tonight, though. I, I will say the power play looked great. They were snapping the puck around, and oh. and and the, I think the key, and, and this, I'm going to jump into this now. This might have just yeah. saved Ray Bennett's yeah. job as the assistant coach and the and the guy who's running special teams. It might have saved his job tonight because what they did tonight, which was brilliant, they took McKinnon off that left side where he's known to take that one timer and moved him all around. Yeah, there was times where McCarr was on the left side, Comfer was on the left side, but McKinnon would go net front. He would go in the middle. He'd go on the right. He'd go on the left. He'd go at the point to just give a different look, which is all they needed. And I mean, I, our our penalty kill is obviously horrible. I mean, it's the reason we lost. Our our, made, our made penalty reason. kill was at what what is that sixty one point. Eight seven percent. Yeah, sixty one percent. That's seventh. That was nineteenth. That's nineteenth, by the way. Since since the bubble opened, nineteenth, nineteenth penalty kill out of twenty four teams. Yeah, and look at the teams you have left. You have eight teams left. So that's not going to fly when you're going up against this type of numbers. Don't match, you know. Exactly. Nineteenth like is nineteenth is good for a bubble round. Or the uh, like the playing round, if you're going to talk about that. Nineteenth doesn't even cut it for the top eight right now. No, and you can see why. I, I, I mean, bounced. I, I just 
I, I literally just touched on my, my number one thing about what, what cost Colorado this series. Special teams, right there. Power play, penalty kill. End of story. It was horrible. All series. We bitched and moaned all series about this, man. I, I didn't shut up about it to the point where I was pissing myself off. Well, it's because that was the only thing we needed to figure out. When we watched these games, and that's why it was so maddening, we were the better team, even depleted. Even with guys like 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 Timmons and and guys that, that you and I have seen play, but quite frankly, the league hasn't. I mean, the league got a great taste of Logan O'Connor and L Hutchinson. LOC and just plays way into a job next year. Yeah. 150 percent i mean i mean you look at it and you and you watch these games and i'm like the better team is the avalanche through and through but when it got down to those those moments and it just culminated with the look on mckinnon's face after that after that overtime goal it's just i, I mean you do this two times in a row you lose a game seven last year by one to joe pavelski and then this year to a, I, a, a guy that came out of who the hell you, knows where from yeah, Finland. You, you, you lose to Joe Pavelski again. <laughs> Man, like just drive the stake into the heart, why don't you? Yeah, I mean, so I mean, number one, obviously special teams. Number two, I agree with you. It was injuries. It, it, I mean, that doomed Colorado from the outset. And yes. quite frankly, we can attribute this to we may have some older guys on defense, which is fine. It's true. It's fine. And I, just even the restart, man. I, I mean, yeah. they, they were playing at a I mean, high level, and then they got to take a break for three, three, four months. Yeah, four-month break. So that alone is going to put some extra strain on that body, which is completely normal. Yeah. So, I mean... But is there something, like... I mean, I, I was hearing whispers about, like, maybe the trainers aren't doing what they can do. Dude, that's such a crock of shit. I don't know. That's such I a crock know. of shit, like, man. I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't want to hear any of that crap. I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah, it's it, kind of more of like a devil's advocate thing. But I, my mentality is that the Avs, this wasn't anything new for us. Maybe not to this degree, but, I mean, we played with a, with a hand behind, tied behind our back for for the season I, I touch on that heavily in episode four dude you this. you just played in a, in a seven game series by the way yeah you not only lose your number one goaltender your number two goaltender your assistant captain for what what he played he played 1039 in game one that's it you lose don Skoy. you lose timmins and then you throw in Landis Cog at the very end uh, on just just a yeah. weird play where Kale McCarsky cuts him uh, just because the pant on his on his the the padding on his pants rode up because he was striding. It, it it's just one of the weirdest weirdest things I've ever seen. I, I I've I seen it happen. It. It's not. It's pretty weird. I'm gonna talk about bad puck luck. Like, I don't know what you call that. You don't call it puck luck, but that's just unfortunate. Dude, and, and know <laughs> what? You make your own luck at this time of the yeah. year, unfortunately. You, you do, and you do it by going yeah. to the hard areas and doing, it, and doing everything right. Here's the other, here's the last key for me. Depth scoring was almost non-existent in this series until tonight. Yeah, tonight the depth did show. I, I'm, I mean, I, I said this to you earlier. Right. Had that result held, that 4-3 result, right after Nemestikov potted his second, my, I told you after the game, after they lost, my take was literally going to be Joe Sackick is a fucking wizard. All yeah. everybody who scored tonight was either trade deadline, off season, yeah, Kadri and Mesnikov. I mean, I mean, let's see, Kadri, off season trade, Nemesnikov, trade deadline, Burakovsky, off season trade. Sign that man, by the way. <laughs> uh. Dude, that's going to take another two-hour podcast to even talk about what the f*** they're going to do. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that are... There, there's a lot of people that are just really... Maybe even overreacting a little bit. And You're not, and I, and you're not love, wrong. They are overreacting. They are. Yeah, you, yeah you're going to love this because I know... Uh, um, I, I've been seeing what you're putting out on our on our Twitter handle, just at my at my high pundit. Uh, some of just the absolute slander 
that's going on with some people with Jared Bednar right now. And and you guys can guess the narrative. It's this team has talent. Why isn't this team winning? It's Bednar. It's the classic crock of shit go-to thing. And, and honestly, that that type of energy is what rips teams apart. And I'm sorry, but I, I'm not going to take it with this team. And Jared, if you want to get into that a little bit more, you more than welcome, my friend. Go go ahead. That entire narrative that Jared Bednar was the reason why Colorado lost this game tonight is not only mind-numbingly stupid, but also completely wrong. Jared Bednar was not outcoached in this series. Preach, brother. Yes, there were times where he probably could have stepped in and said, "Hey, we need to shore. We we need to write this f- shit before we get blown the f- off of it." And they they didn't. And and I said this earlier that what what they did tonight with McKinnon on the power play may have saved Ray Bennett's job because I want Ray Bennett's f- job right now. That's oh, what I dude. want. Given all those riches, your one job, power play. <laughs> you have one job. Get this f- power play and get the f- penalty kill squared away. That's it. That's all you yeah. had to do. And you come into the series and post a, f- a f- 12.5% and then give Dallas almost 40% on the power play? What does Dallas do that Colorado doesn't on the power play? Let me ask you that. And it's really simple. I'll tell you what they do, Jared. They play... The Avs almost played two... And I hate saying this, but they all, they had one too many passes because I love when the puck gets moving on the power play, but they had one too many passes tonight. When I look at, and even on those sequences where we scored with, with Kadri, I mean, that was towards the very end of that, off a great sequence, mind you, you know, we had pucks ringing off the, you know, off off posts. I mean, Kadri himself had, he had a double, double doink, bad, bad post shot. And I'm talking. Bro, Kadri got f- robbed so much tonight, this game could have been blown out of the water. Yeah. Uh, but the main thing is is when you look at Dallas's power play, we're Dallas. We have five people, they have four people. So here's what we're going to do. Pass, 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 shoot, crash, rebound. You're missing the most important... I, I, I love that. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love what you're telling me. You're missing the most important thing that Dallas did right and Colorado didn't in this series. And I want... And, and I, we'll, we'll go over it probably in post and talk about it a little bit more too. Yeah. And, and it, hell, if you can right now, pull up the Radulov goal in the third period. Power play goal with a, at the 11.28 mark. So there's about eight minutes and 30 seconds left. Yeah. Okay. What You're right. Dallas snaps the puck around efficiently and with a purpose. And they're not looking for the perfect shot. They're looking for the right one. Yeah. But what Dallas does that Colorado doesn't is they have a net front presence that Colorado was sorely missing, especially tonight with Landis Cog out of the lineup. If you watch that Radulov goal, not only is Radulov there, but so is Joe Pavelski, taking away the eyes of Michael Hutchinson. There's nothing Hutchinson can do about that. Not, not, a, not a damn thing. Where are the Avs players? Dude, it's it's the same also, thing on on the on the on the care on the caravan um Keviranta. I'm gonna screw that up so much tonight. On the Keviranta goal that tied it in the third, ten seconds after Nemeskov scores, we're going. Oh my god, we're, we're we might be home free. What 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 is our our defenseman? We're puck watching, plain and simple puck watching. Sam yeah. Gerard puck watching. Didn't didn't pick up his guy. Same in the overtime. Nazem Kadri, puck watching, loses Kirivata. Kev Keviranta. I'm gonna screw it up. I promise. Keviranta. Yoel. Yeah. Yoel. Yeah. Yoel. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he doesn't not pronounce Joel. his name like mine. I'm glad he doesn't pronounce it like mine. Yeah. It's it's Yoel Keviranta. There we go. I just got that right first try. Look at that. Check me out. There you go. Yeah. And big shot. He he loses him. Just straight up. F- loses him you are in overtime you are in the first 10 minutes you just came out of a 20 minute break from the intermission there is no reason that you shouldn't have him on your radar especially if you're Nazem Kadri with the puck behind the net you should be picking up guys everywhere I don't care if Nikita Zadorov releases and goes to take 
and goes to take the man, goes to take Sekiro behind the net. I don't give a shit. Someone's got to f- take him. And and oh, yeah. that just, I don't know if that's just a lack of our, our, our knowledge of the defensive system or, or what it is, but that cannot happen in overtime. That can't happen at any point. And that's what Look, happened. That, that's just me and you coming from from just our backgrounds man uh, I, I mean you more so with the hockey i mean me with soccer and, and uh, you know, two very similar sports you have to pick up your man dude that would have been no f- different when we were it's, playing it's, soccer it's, together it's it's competition 101 competition 101 it's no different than when 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 you and i were were 16 17 you know playing together it's it's no different than you know once you get through hockey through through all the leagues it's no different than when you get to game seven of of the western conference semifinals dude there, it's, there's no difference because i would if you were gamesmanship. yeah it, it, going back to like when you and i were playing soccer together if you weren't manned up in the box on a corner kick i would have been ripping your head off Oh, and you'd be yanked. That's going to be like, nope, bye, dude. I, 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 I remember it was our sophomore year, and I was screaming at, uh, I, don't remember, I don't remember the guy's name. We were playing Shine Mountain, that's all I remember. I, I was screaming at this guy because he didn't have his man marked up, who was standing right in front of me, and I'm standing, obviously, on my line, and I'm just yeah. screaming at him going, will you get on your guy? Yeah, I mean, protect your keep protect protect the keep you know and hutchinson played a great game tonight i think too he 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 rose to the occasion as much as as much as i could ask for a guy i mean this team for for as much as we're ripping on they they showed some heart man just with everything and and i'm looking at that too like i I'm not sure whether this will this will be a tough question, <laughs> just because I'm having trouble right now. But but Jared, are you more sad about the outcome or more mad about the outcome? I would say I'm. Oh man, it's a tough one because I'm still. Ha- I'll have to take some time with that too. Uh, I w- I would say I'm a mixture. I'm just gonna call it upset because. Yeah, like like I like like we like I said on the last podcast, we we know how good this team is. We 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 know how great they are going to be and how great they are currently. But at the same time, these things just they can't happen. Those those little mental mistakes just cannot happen. No, and and don't get me wrong, I I am over the moon proud as a fan that they were down eight guys going into game seven. Both both of their goalies who played pretty much every game in the NHL this year. And 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 they still were fighting to the very end. And it wasn't those young guys who who completely screwed it up. And it, it was just it, it was a veteran line out there for the overtime goal. I mean Logan O'Connor's line, Logan O'Connor, Belmar and Nieto had quite possibly the best shift in overtime because they pinned Dallas in their zone. It was fantastic. Dallas wasn't sniffing the other blue line. It was like an eight-minute segment. I mean... Because he started awesome. off with that line, and, and then it was off the double shift. I'm not mistaken. It, it sounds right. I mean, I don't know. I'd say right now I'm still just like... I'm in that upset phase where I'm like... Like, like if, for me... If, this, if, if insert A... Would would option B have changed? It's pretty much yeah. all that's all that goes through my head right now. If we had Landis Gog, is this game different? Calvert, Donskoy, Grubauer, Frankie, you name it, right? Just go down the list. Yeah, yeah, and all that. I mean, it makes me sick to my stomach, man. I mean, that's why I started drinking when I came home because I was like, I, <laughs> I don't. I, I wasn't gonna be able to get through this without it. I was I was like, this is just this is just one of those podcast nights where we're like, what what are we gonna say? It's you're at a loss for words at that point because we we got to see a fully healthy Colorado team against Arizona, and and don't get me wrong, Arizona's not exactly a slouch, but they're not but they're not Dallas. They'll they'll be good in the next few years. They'll be pretty good. I fully agree with that, and. Dallas is good right now. Do I think that they're better than Colorado? No. 
No. But they played better and smarter hockey than Colorado did. Plain and simple. And and that's why they won this series. And as unfortunate as that may be to hear, and that people go, well, wait a minute, that, that doesn't sound right. That, that is right. You you can look at every every advanced analytic outside of goals for and goals against because Colorado actually outscored Dallas in the series and still lost. I mean, that's Col- tough. Colorado had more high danger chances because of tonight than than Dallas did, but Dallas had more high danger goals. Plain and simple. I I mean, we can go through everything and just tell you this is why. Because- yeah, and, and I mean, in overtime, would you have your KV Ranta? there at that spot I, I looked at that and you texted me even before that happened so i already my, my my feed was a little bit a little bit behind but i mean i was like oh who's picking him up this dude scored with four minutes left in the third who's picking him up and it was the most anticlimactic I think that's the word that I'm going to use and the word that i've been trying to think about really too just anticlimactic man it's like, oh, he is standing. He he is standing still in the high no is, slot of all no places, man. Yeah, you do not give a guy who's netted two so far on you at this point. I don't care who he is. You don't give him that. You don't give him any breathing room. You're on him like white on rice, no, man. No, I don't care. If you have to, you put a you you hit him. You know, I'd much rather see him hit the ice. Then do that. Here's going to be my interesting question for you. And this is going back to the what ifs, those option A insert to option B. If these games are played in home buildings with fans, does this series even go to seven? And is Colorado down? Is Colorado down three one after four? I'll tell you what. If this series was even just a little bit regular, and I mean even just a little bit, let's take out even the freak eight injuries with two goalies. And let's cut that in half. I mean, no, the Avs aren't down 3-1. They're probably up 3-1. Because we outskated and outscored, like you said, with AHL guys, man. I mean, I got freaked out when I heard Sheldon Dry's name's called. <laughs> I was like, this is happening. Like, the future's now. And mind you, it's a damn good future. Yeah, it, it's a damn good future. Tell me what needs to, on the flip side of that, tell me what you think needs to happen to this team to take them to the next level. Because I, I know my take. I, I mean, <clears throat> I, I said it earlier in the podcast. I'm going to say it again. I, I think Ray Bennett needs to go. I I mean, this is just this, <clears throat> this is just one of those times where you look at it and go, well, y'all couldn't get it done. So, and and this power play was inept as inept could be and now you're someone someone's gonna have to take the heat on it unfortunately and it's gonna be ray bennett because jared this isn't a jared bednar problem oh no this is the farthest thing from a jared bednar problem and i got into it uh, into it on a guy uh with a guy on twitter earlier and if you take out that 16 17 season where bednar came in literally a week before camp and he was hired because Patrick Waugh pouted and rage quit just like he did in Montreal to get out of Montreal and came to Colorado when he was a player. And you had the Duchesne playoff complex. Uh, exactly. If you if you take out that year, Jared Bednar is one twenty is one twenty three eighty and twenty six as a head coach. That's a that's a fifty three. 0.71 winning percentage and a 65.07 points percentage. So he's getting points in almost two out of every three games, essentially. And he's gotten better every year. And keep in mind, 17-18, when they were the last team to make it and it took game 82 against St. Louis on home ice, that game put them at 43 wins. And that was good for eighth, the eighth seed. And then last year they 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 get in with two games remaining with 38 wins, and then this year they're sitting in second when when the stoppage happens with 42. What what we're seeing is that this is a team that was built for Bednar, not for Patrick Waugh, and that's what happened in that first year. That team was built for Patrick Waugh, and that's why you saw a lot of guys exit 
Matt Duchesne, Jamie McGinn, Cody McLeod. All those guys are gone. Stastny, you name it. I mean, yeah. And, and I mean, and just so you know, Patrick Waugh, his first year when they lost in seven games to Minnesota on home ice in 13-14, Phenomenal season. Don't get me wrong. Great season. Oh, yeah, they locked up the one seed. But then they regressed. 39-31-12 and 12, and then 39-39-4. and 4. They missed the playoffs in both of those years. Jared Bednar... If we even if we include sixteen seventeen, if we just stop and we don't count this season, he may, he's already made the playoffs more times than Patrick Waugh did, and he's gone farther in playoff rounds than Patrick Waugh did. He's now he's been in the second round twice, and it took OT this time to bounce his club out of the second round. Patrick Waugh's winning percentage was a fifty two point eight five. Bednar hasn't beat through three seasons without without that sixteen seventeen season in there. His point percentage is 62.6. Bednar hasn't beat without that 16-17 season in there. Plain and simple. Yeah, so I mean, you look at Bednar, and you look at him compared to to just the guys we're talking about in Sagak and Wah. <laughs> Man, give me a break with that. You, you don't go after a coach and disrupt the, the chemistry that you build. Especially not. That's a, that's a, that's such that's a real easy way to end up like the San Jose Sharks, my friend. Especially not when this is the most successful coach since the two thousands. I mean, no. Mark Mark Crawford won a cup. Bob Hartley won a cup. Tony Granado took over for Bob Hartley in like the middle of the season in like two thousand three, and coached two seasons and didn't get didn't get farther than the conference semifinals. Yeah, but it, could they sustain it though? Could they sustain it? No, they, they switched coaches. Quinville took them to the conference semifinals next year, and then didn't even make the freaking playoffs. This is this is where I lose my mind over people on Twitter saying, "Oh, we we need to get better coaching." Okay, but don't say it's Bednar. Say say it's the power play coaching because that's what it was. I mean, plain and simple, it was the. It, oh man, dude, it was just. There's, there's Avs fans I can stand, and there's Avs fans I can't stand. I know, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. And I mean, there was another thing about how Vegas fired Gerard Gallant in the middle of the season and brought in Peter DeBoer. Well, you know why? Because Vegas was in the middle of a slide and at risk of missing the playoffs. That's why you fire a coach. That is a completely different situation too. You bring in DeBoer. You bring in also a guy named Robin Leonard. Get out of here with that. And you sign Pacioretty. You, you, you sign, you sign you Mark cannot, Stone. Yeah, you, you can't compare that situation, those situations at all. That's apples to oranges, man. Plain and simple. That is toxic right there. That is toxic shit. I, I don't... Yeah. I just... I, I completely disagree with it. And, I mean... Like I said... I mean, you're talking about the whole cancel culture, the whole, oh, we don't like it, throw the whole thing out. Yeah. No. You don't do that, especially when you're talking about how short these windows are, man. The, these windows are extremely small. Like we said on the last podcast, man, these cup contending windows are, are, are so small that you can miss it in the blink of an eye. And I, it was so funny because I, I was listening back to the podcast today at work after the game because I, I just I wanted to hear something we had said or like if we had said something that maybe we could bring into tonight. And not only did we say that it's going to bring in the most unlikely of heroes, which it did. Yeah. But if you miss this, if you miss a minute of this game, you're going to miss the entire game, and you did. Plain and simple. If you missed one minute, you missed the whole game. Like literally, if if you turn the game, if if you turn the game off. When or you turned it on when Nemeskov scored, or no, no, I'm right. No, I'm sorry, that's right. If you turned it off when Nemeskov scored, or you went up to go grab a beer or whatever, came back, sat back down, it's three three. You missed the game, right there. Oh, yeah. I, I I mean, Radulov scores in the first. Nemeskov scores a minute and nine seconds behind him. The Avs came back. I mean, they basically how it went. I mean, Dallas scored. Avs came right back. Dallas scored. Avs came right back. Dallas scored, Avs came right back. Avs took the lead, Dallas came right back. Then Dallas won in overtime. So, I mean, the script flipped a little bit in the, in the third. But, I mean, getting back to the, yeah, the just the, the fans, uh, I mean, we get that you got that 
you guys are upset but it's not it's just not the way to we're all to upset after yeah we're all upset here you, you know you don't go after a franchise like that and quite frankly i i think it's unfair to do that when you know we're missing eight people oh but that's an excuse it's not an excuse it's a truth we're, we're not making yeah. excuses for this club losing tonight don't don't get it twisted that's not what we're doing no. in the slightest all we're saying is that Maybe this series would be different with EJ, with Donskoy, with Timmons, with Gruby, with Frankie. You know, like maybe, That's maybe it. this doesn't yeah. go the way it goes. We don't know, and we'll never know. There's some parallel universe where all this actually happens the way we we would have loved to have seen it. Hey, and... Let me tell you, there's there's a parallel universe right now where the United States of America is getting the Avalanche versus Vegas right now. And quite frankly, that's a better matchup, just entertainment-wise, man. Yeah, I mean, and and I I referenced this earlier how tonight's game felt so much like Game Seven in 2014 against Minnesota. Listen, yeah. just just listen to how the scoring summary went. Okay, first period, Colorado scores, Minnesota scores, Colorado scores, two-one Colorado after one. Sound familiar? Yep. Second period, Minnesota scores were 2-2. Third period, Colorado scores, Minnesota scores, Colorado scores, Minnesota scores. First overtime period, 5-0-2. Minnesota wins. Dallas won at 7, what was it, 7.34 tonight? Yeah, 7. 7.24. I was off by 10 seconds. 7.24 tonight. Everything about that game in 2014 reminded me, everything about this game that reminded me about everything from 2014. And it was a unlikely person who, by the way, scored two goals, his first two goals in the Stanley Cup playoffs in, two, in 2014. Nino Niederreiter. Col- That's a name I haven't, I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> Colorado's 0-3 in, their, in, in Game 7s. Two losses to Minnesota. One to Dallas. And I said it to you in a text. No, no, I didn't text it to you. I was talking to my coworker, actually. I, I said Colorado has lost two game sevens in overtime in, in their history of being the Avs, not 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 including the Nordiques. They lost two to Minnesota, and they and now they've lost one to Dallas. And you know where Dallas came from? They were the Minnesota North Stars. Interesting, interesting take. Colorado, for all intents and purposes, Colorado's zero and three in overtime game sevens against Minnesota teams. Plain and simple. And I, 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 I didn't even click to me until after the game. I had to think about yeah, that's, that. That's something that kind of threw me for a loop. Um, it, it's something you wouldn't expect to hear because you're like, oh shit, seriously? Yeah. yeah. Like, no shit. <laughs> I mean, I just, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't. It, it goes back to the episode we did after game four about I just don't know what to say because nothing because like, like I even saw some stuff on Twitter about what, what's finding a reliable goalie. Here's the thing. Varlamov was the Avs goalie for seven years. S- seven long, very, very long years. Yep. And he was injury prone as anyone I've ever seen. Groin, hip, knee, ankle. I mean, you name it. Varlamov had something wrong with him at all times. Oh, always, always. This isn't a, we need to find a more dependable goaltender. Our goalies we have are, first off, pretty damn good. Second off, locked in through at least next year. Yeah, and you look at it like like a 1A, 1B type. I mean, over the season... Group pace posted over 900. Same with same with Pavel. Exactly. I mean, and Frankie actually outplayed Group. That's what you want to see with your with a good, healthy goalie competition. That's what a lot of teams, a lot of successful teams, mind you, are are, are kind of going towards. Is just that hey, we'll have two really, really good goalies. Not a clear cut number one wall, but just two guys that can get the job done night in, night out. And the fact that they both posted above a 900 speaks volumes about them and Hutchinson played well he, he he played extremely well this series coming in he you know he I loved watching him play 
because it was a guy who kind of embodied what the ads were going through at this particular point in this microcosm of the series. You had a guy there who was like, this is his first game seven. And I, you know, you know what I'm going to bring up here. It's, it's the last play before, before OT. I about lost. I about where it's off just mm. where, where it is off just a, a bad, bad change as far as just what's going on. I mean, I mean, the stars are pressuring to add zone. Uh, Hutch looks flustered and that's putting it nicely. But there comes a moment twilight of the third when Pavelski could have put this away in regulation he had a 1v1 basically point blank opportunity with Hutch and he squared up man and he got big and he went out of his zone and he snatched that puck right off the stick it looked like I I thought right there that was going to be the turning point going into OT I I thought that was going to deplete the stars I did you love to see that out of your third string. I mean, this is an AHL guy, basically. Guy that didn't even know if he was going to be playing hockey in a year in the league. Yeah. He a year if, ago. He, like, he, didn't, he didn't know if he was even be around for this to happen. Exactly. So, so you got to get, man. Yeah, the people that are talking that are talking the goalie the goalie stuff too. I mean, there's your answer. You got three guys, and you got Miska, who's pretty damn good down in Loveland. I mean, you don't need to go after a Robin Leonard when your team is structured around guys like McKinnon and Ranston, who are supposed to run the other team out of the building. You've got two great options, in my opinion. Yeah. I fully and agree. You just proved to me that we have a solid backup if we need him. If if we you know sign this guy to maybe a one year prove it deal, just in case I don't know maybe they maybe they go after someone else who knows. But Hutch showed out tonight, and the the goals that he let in they weren't they weren't easy goals. There's, you know th- those were a shots lot of defensive that, breakdowns. that Grub, th- 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 those were shots that Grub wouldn't have stopped, and those were shots that Frankie wouldn't have stopped. And I, I think Hutch made some saves down the stretch in these three games that maybe Frankie wouldn't have made. And I mean, Frankie had a rough series. Very. He had a real rough series. I mean, Grub went down, didn't even get settled in. Frankie was shoved in there, and, and Frankie had the shot against Dallas in the bubble. Uh, I was like, okay. But I mean, he was playing hurt too because he didn't look himself. And he posted just that dreadful 8-9 that we were talking about uh, last night. <laughs> but man, yeah, it's just, just a rough... I and mean, if there was ever a time to talk about the injuries and it actually affecting the the play, now's the time. Because I mean, I mean, you'll get people with me like like I got upset game seven last year when uh, when Ack went out. Uh, I was like, nope, like we're not playing at our full strength. This is this is screwed. So so I'm just one of those guys in general. But when you're down eight and you're down three to one, and you can push this to seven, I mean, hats off, bro. And, and back up and, and to all the people that are that are slandering this team, hats off, like. They made this as entertaining of a series as as you guys could have hoped for. I mean, we went on big runs. There was a time where we scored seven straight goals through the course of a couple games. I mean, come on with 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 third line. I mean, third just bottom tier guys, man. I mean, you had Logan O'Connor showing out, blasting people. You had you had Belmar talking the puck away. Yeah, you had just just your unsung heroes doing the right things and here's the crazy part there's only one player on the colorado avalanche who went negative in the playoffs one hmm. kevin Connaughton. interesting he's 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 gonna finish with a minus two tyson jose is gonna is gonna get up to even pierre uh peb is gonna go to even <laughs> the Mestikov, i believe goes to a plus one or a plus two at this point LOC stays even. I mean, there's we we could sit here for another three four hours and play the what if game. 
But oh yeah. It's just it, it's not. <sighs> but I'm saying just to all the people that that are basically just like you know the type fans. Here's what everyone needs. I don't, to do. I don't have to say it anymore. Here, I, I really don't. Here's what everyone needs to do. The rapid reactions and playing Twitter GM and and Twitter owner. Just stop. It, because first off, you're operating off emotion, and that's not good. No. And and second off, when you're operating off off emotion, there's typically zero logic involved. Whereas, see it. E- even when you and I were talking right after the game, there's logic involved with, no, we don't need we don't need to fire Bednar. Yes, we do need a new power play coach. We both openly agreed with that, and it's all over our Twitter as well. Yeah, bring us Ray Bennett and take that energy and focus towards Ray Bennett because, I mean, he drew a great game. It looked pretty. It just wasn't but it's effective. Just one too many passes. Just one too many passes. When you have the firepower in Mac and Rantanen and Burakovsky and Kadri and, and you know all those guys. And th- there were times where I thought that Mac had a good look for Mac and he passed it up for a better look for someone else. But it's like, if Mac has a good look for Mac, you better take that look, Mac. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're the best you're the best player on the ice for a re- you know? That's just... So like, There were a couple times, a couple times that I saw that. So I know... I, I, I know the question we're probably going to get now because we're getting toward the, the tail end of this episode is... What what happens to the podcast? Because uh, basically all we've talked for the last what month essentially, yeah, has been has been Avs hockey and a little bit of Nuggets here, a little bit of Rockies there, a little bit of Broncos here. I mean, here here's the thing: it's not going to the the podcast isn't going to stop. Yes, we are not. We we are devoted Avs fans, and we have so many great resources to. Rewatch games and and grab highlights and talk about things. For all our fans, I mean, it's my favorite thing to talk about, uh, as far as just subject matter. I, I I mean, and I didn't know this about I didn't know Joel loved talking about hockey until we left for college. I, I didn't know that. That that, 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 that never that never <laughs> yeah that that never occurred to me. And I was like, oh shit, Joel likes talking hockey. Look at this, cool, and. I mean, because we're both, we're just in general, we're both diehard sports fans. So the the podcast isn't going to stop, especially with the Nuggets still playing. Broncos are are starting to ramp up here. They play in ten days for their. Well, they're supposed to play in ten days. We'll see how that goes. That is that's crazy to think about. Ten days till their home opener. The Rockies just had a grand slam, had a grand slam earlier from Kevin Pillar, and then ended up blowing the game and losing the Dodgers again. So, Oof. I mean, we'll. I mean, we we can talk about we can talk about everything, and 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 like we said, like this is the the frequency of episodes may not be as many because but I mean it probably will be with the with with the Nuggets still playing for right now. I mean the frequency is yeah. probably still going to stay pretty high, but I mean even if it does drop down to once a week, I mean we're still going to be here. We're still going to be talking about sports, even if it's just on a Sunday and we post it Monday night. Or Monday yeah, morning I, for you guys to drive into work with and dreading Monday because, oh God, if I show up late, my boss is going to chew my ass off, you know? I mean, th- this yeah. isn't going to stop. It, while while the Av season may be over, what Joel and I love doing isn't going to stop. That's true. And, and just, and with that, you know, we, we've built this cast just around around a lot of hockey, hockey fans too, hockey people. I mean, we'll still talk hockey. Um, don't get us wrong, you know, even, even though the ads are out, we'll still be talking playoffs and it might not be, you know, it definitely won't be as detailed, but we'll go over, you know, news and, uh, just stuff like that. But yeah, we'll, we'll touch on some nugget stuff. Like, like Jared said, uh, the, the Denver Broncos are going to be getting back into action here in about 10 days. They got that Monday night opener, um, and Jared, they are wearing those blue jerseys, man. Damn it. I like the orange <laughs> ones, dude. I, I want the orange with the blue pants. And just- yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of the orange, too. I mean, I like the blue, but... The blue can't be worn with the blue pants, though, and they want to do that. It's just the dumbest look ever. You look like a giant freaking blueberry 
that like, like an, that, that like an orange peel got stuck to the side of you i just i don't care for it yeah but we'll get into like some uh i, I mean i mean you know jared and i we always have our ears out there so we're hearing takes from from everyone as far as just what's going on in denver and uh we have these connections you know we, we built these connections with 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 all these amazing people here and it's a great great community to be a part of um so i i i'm thinking we'll have plenty of content man and it's, it's not mean, just gonna be on... it's not just gonna be like me and joel just sitting here shooting it i mean yeah well, I, I'm, I'm i'm moving in about a month we're gonna start doing these things live even so i mean it's gonna be yeah. even more crazy and we could even start getting into some mini series if you want like right. I, I'm, there's, there's tons of stuff that we can yeah. do and that we're and we've talked about doing that we're just kind of waiting for the right time to do it and now, yeah, now with especially abs playoffs winding down, now officially tonight, over. Nuggets. Was, it was the eulogy. And 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 the I'm Nuggets forced. are are currently down one nothing. I mean, once Nuggets and Abs are out, we've got Broncos, Rockies, and Rapids left for 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 talking right. about sports. Where and that's hey, where hey. those connections come in. But guess what? We have Abs hockey back in December. Mm-hmm. Two months, three months, basically. It's going to be a quick turnaround. It's going to be really interesting to see how these teams, especially who play really late into the season, how they respond to this. Because yeah, it's I it's mean, not going to be don't easy. Get, you don't get that much time off. Um, I'm excited to see how angry Nate's going to be. Uh, like, like I just want him to go full rage mode next next season. I want to like see how these. Game. I, I want to see like how these uh, end, of, end of the season awards end up, man. I want to see what those end up with. Rookie yeah. well, year, mean, Hughes, all that Hughes, shit. Hughes got bounced tonight too. So yeah. to to make to make you feel just a little bit better, Jared, you, you wouldn't have gotten Hughes anyway. You would have gotten a Ooh. banged up Avs team against Stastny against Vegas <laughs> against Stastny and Reeves. <laughs> And that's well, like well, well, well Reeves is going to get suspended. Did you see that hit he threw on Tyler Mott tonight? Oh yeah, he's going to get uh, suspended. Uh, they're uh, man, Vegas's uh, social media team. Hats off to them. Also, I mean, just because they they had a tweet tonight where it was like, because usually you know if if you get a major penalty, it's a pretty big deal. It's a pretty game changing thing. But I mean, you remember last year, especially in that crazy, crazy series with them and the and the Sharks. Oh, I forget who were they playing. The Sharks, yeah. I mean, that they, they had, I think, a game seven. I think it was game seven where they had that ten minute. And so their 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 Twitter account just comes out and says, "We have been awarded a major." And it was just funny the way that they said it. Like, I gotta no big deal. Yeah, yeah, but, but but yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, Vegas, Vegas took it pretty handily. They, they won. I mean, Vancouver for the most part. I was just kind of catching glimpses of it. Didn't really look like they were moving it up past their offensive zone even late in the game. So you, you would have gotten the Avs against a a very good Vegas team that that mirrors that physical play that Dallas has. Even even more so, I, I think. Um, so that would be kind of what, what would be waiting in the wings for the Avs. And just to make matters a little bit better, Bednar came out and he did say that his guys that were hurt, they were not day to day. A lot of them were week to month. Yeah. So we would have been starting Hutch next series against Vegas. And man, they showed a lot of heart this series. They would have gotten crushed. I don't know. Sadly, I mean, yeah, it, you it, it wouldn't have been good. I mean, you're not wrong. They, it, it wouldn't have been good. But so, so take this two months, three months to regroup. Back, man, they got everyone back. Yeah. Now that group specifically has a reason to fight. You already had the fire with Mac and Rance and all the guys that had been there from last game seven, but now you introduce that to guys like Burra and and Kadri and Donskoy. I mean. That energy is going to spread, and I can imagine just how Landeskog must have felt sitting sitting on the sideline watching his team in Game Seven. Uh, I mean, just eulogy in itself, man. That's 
that's rough but we'll have plenty of content yeah uh, don't ever worry about content i mean we we got tons of things but uh like we said last episode we want to thank you for listening thank you for subscribing we've already jumped some more subscribers just from even from last night uh into today so we want to thank you guys for that i know joel and i've been trying to get the word out if you guys want to share it along with your friends please please do we're we're we love getting more and more people on the bandwagon of of what we're doing because we just we just sit here and just shoot it i mean that's all we do and i mean i am i know personally i'm excited for october november to roll around because i i know we're gonna start hearing about because i want to say it's the end of october is when contracts are up and they can start resigning people so yeah that that's gonna be that'll be a really fun time for us to start diving into that again and and really getting excited about hockey again we can play gm Hey man, we're, we might we might be with some of the best armchair GMs I've ever seen. Let's just leave it at that. Um, yeah. But guys, seriously, we do appreciate it. Um, we we know it's been a ton of apps content lately, but it, I mean, when when they're the hot when, when they're the hottest team around, it's hard not to, you know. It's and and, and hopefully you guys have enjoyed it, and hopefully you guys will will stick around. But um, Joel, really quick, any anything in closing? yeah um just just especially to uh just like jerry was saying all of our new followers that we picked up just kind of amidst this playoff run uh i know that a lot of you guys are are diehard abs fans and and i can even see our influence rubbing off on on you guys as far as social media goes i, I mean you guys like i can see our takes just kind of and it means a lot you, you know we we're out here we're we're talking about this stuff because we like to talk about it. I mean, like Jared said, there was a time this week where, and we just hadn't talked about it in like what a couple of days, like a forty-eight hour period. Yeah, and it was well, it was one thirty, and we were both like, "Let's do it." Uh, just i regretted that the next morning when i went to work that's for fucking sure yeah me too me too but i got to listen to it on the way to work you know and, and i knew that that everyone else did too and like i just wanted to thank everyone just just for you know listening to our takes and and um just just watching it grow these past few weeks it's been it, it's truly been amazing to see and we'll keep the content coming as as per usual you know we'll be talking a lot more just general denver sports um unfortunately our abs run is over but that doesn't mean the abs content will be uh jared and i have a lot of stories lots of stuff we could bring up that you guys might be interested in too so uh stay plugged in and and we will be sure to to do the same i've got and, one last thing for you one last thing for the people yeah. who listen to this podcast and and listen to it obviously in depth and get to the very very end because i'm not going to put this anywhere else this is just going to be just for the end of the end of the just for the end of the podcast here if you if you've made it this far first off congratulations it's a very long episode thank you um i'm gonna offer a t-shirt from dnvr of your choosing to the first person who will tweet at Mile High Pundit with the answer to this question. In what year and in what series did Colorado last win a Game 7 overtime? Plain, right. plain and simple. So you, you gotta, You're going to do a little bit of homework. <clears throat> Wikipedia will lead you astray. Just That's a fair warning now. <laughs> Wikipedia did that quite a bit to some people last time. So... I want yeah, to make sure y'all know that. Yeah, I was watching some of the re- replies to that. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like you're double right, whoa. You're right, you're right, close, just not close enough. Yeah, but hey, guys, seriously, thanks again. We like Joel already said we really do appreciate it. I mean, we we wouldn't keep doing this as much as we have been if if y'all weren't as tuned in and as engaged as you guys have been, and we we really do appreciate it. Um. Like I said, give us a follow on Twitter at Malahai Pundit. We're going to keep tweeting stuff out. I know it's been a little bit lackadaisical recently with with how much we've been able to get out. But, man, Joel and I work some long hours some days. So it just, it's yeah. a little bit rougher some days. But we we try to get out as, as quickly as we can. And if we miss something, we're sorry, especially if it's your favorite player. We're really sorry. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah, that, that's something that, 
like yeah everyone who's been just kind of just kind of following us in, in general if you guys want just um tweet us your favorite player just your favorite your favorite favorite abs player um if you want just to, just to end this on kind of a note of positivity because it was a full team effort for for these bubble playoffs and just just a weird year um where where i really thought that the abs had would would have had a better chance to win things if if just some certain things might not have happened but um but yeah uh, there's not much we can do about that so but not much hey like like we said guys we we really do appreciate it um if you don't mind if if you like what you're listening to tell your friends if you don't like it tweet us at tw- tweet us on twitter we'll respond we'll 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 happily try to change some things and if you guys want to hear about here's some things about certain topics i mean we're more than happy to to hear it and see if we can pull some some good content out of it for you but uh like we, like we already said we really do appreciate it for joel james i've been jared chuck you've been listening to the mile high pundit podcast Call your call your parents. Tell someone you love them. We'll see you guys when we recap Nuggets game two. Most of the people are so close-minded. They go into school and they work in a job, but they don't even like it. I won't be put in a box. Nobody telling me what I should rock. Nobody telling me what I should drop. Cause I do what I want and just know I don't stop. Recording till four in the morning. They snoring and pouring my soul into every story I'm writing. Producing, I mix it, I master, I'm building my craft and I'm not looking back. I'm beginning with the things I want to be what I want to. Everybody want to be around me. What's good for your heart? Nutritious, delicious, and blue all over. We call it a boost of blue. Blueberries are heart healthy and packed with flavor and nutrients like fiber and vitamin C that can give you a lift all day long. So call it whatever you like. Just remember to grab a boost of blue.